when you look at the average, I mean, if you opened up top of funnel, that would pull your average down because you're getting more customers in that are paying way less. You said two thirds of your customers have less than 100 employees. It's happening both ways, actually. And it's normal in such companies. That affects us. You get bigger companies in the mix. Typically, the ACV goes up even if you have an SMB product. You are listening to Conversations with Nathan Latka. Now, if you're hearing this, it means you're not currently on our subscriber feed. To subscribe, go to getlatka.com. When you subscribe, you won't hear ads like this one. You'll get the full interviews. Right now, you're only hearing partial interviews. And you'll get interviews three weeks earlier from founders, thinkers, and people I find interesting. Like Eric Wan, 18 months before he took Zoom public. We got to grow faster, minimum is 100% over the past several years. Or bootstrap founders like Vivek of Question Pro. When I started the company, it was not cool to raise. Or Looker CEO Frank Bean before Google acquired his company for $2.6 billion. You want to see a real pervasive data culture, and then the rest flows behind that. If you'd like to subscribe, go to gitlatka.com. There, you'll find a private RSS feed that you can add to your favorite podcast listening tool, along with other subscriber-only content. Now look, I never want money to be the reason you can't listen to episodes. On the checkout page, you'll see an option to request free access. I grant 100% of those requests, no questions asked. Hello, everyone. My guest today is Nikos Maratakis. He's the CEO of Workable, makers of the popular recruiting software used by 20,000 companies in 100 countries. He led the company from its inception in 2012 to a fast-growing organization with 300 employees in the U.S. and Europe, raising $95 million of venture financing from top European and American investors. All right, Nikos, you ready to take us to the top? Nice to see you again. Good to have you back on. All right, so give us an update. Uh, and for those that missed the first episode, quickly tell us what the company does and are you pure play SaaS? Uh, it's a pure play SaaS. Workable is a recruiting solution for employers, mid-sized companies mostly. We're operating all over the world. We have about 20,000 customers. What the software does is it helps you find, evaluate, and manage the whole process of uh, hiring people. And Nico, just to be clear, those are all 20,000 paying customers, correct? That's correct. That's significant growth. When you came back on in May 2018, you were at 6,000. Is that right? That's a lot of growth. Yes, what's happening is that we also have an SMB product that is um, uh, appealing to smaller companies, let's say 20, 50, 100 employees, uh, which is pay-as-you-go. Um, they can just go and just pay for the hires they're making. So we have a lot of small customers. About three-quarters of our customers are companies with fewer than 100 employees. I see. Okay. So if you then took a kind of an average, right, of your entire base, what's the average customer paying you per year or per month to use the technology, would you say? I think the average customer run is slightly below 10K. It's slightly what? Uh, slight, uh, slightly above 10K, I'm sorry. A slightly above 10K. Annually? Yes. Okay. That I mean, that's up significantly, right? So last time I came on the show, you said ACV was about 3,000 across the base. So you've more than tripled your average ACV? Yes, because in the last couple of years, we've seen a lot of traction from... Uh, mid-sized companies, let's say a few hundred or a few thousand employees, and these tend to come with higher CVs, obviously. I got it. But but when you look at the average, I mean, if you opened up top of funnel, that would pull your average down because you're getting more customers in that are paying way less. You said two-thirds of your customers have less than 100 employees. It's it's happening both ways, actually. Okay. Uh, but the net effect is that 
And it's normal in such companies. Right? The fact is you get bigger companies in the mix, typically the ACV goes up, even if you have an SMB product. Yep, yep. Well, the re- I mean, the reason I'm asking is if I take 20,000 customers times that ACV you just gave me, I mean, that would put you at like 16 million a month in revenue, which I, I know you're doing well, but not that well, I don't think. No, 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 no per year, per year, I'm sure, per year. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah, so if I take 20,000 times a $10,000 ACV, that's $830 per customer per month. 830 yep. times 20,000, right, is 16 million a month in revenue, which I know is, again, I know you're doing well, but that would be like. No, 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 no. It's, a, it's a tenth of that. It's a twelfth of that. It's a twelfth of $800 a month? Hey, I'm sorry. We, we, we must have done something wrong in the calculation. No, the company revenue is in the tens of millions, not in the hundreds of millions. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when, 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 do you, when do you break 30 million in ARR? Uh, I think it's going to be this year. You, okay, so you're, you're close. I was going to say, I was guessing that's uh, what it would be about. You have three months left in the no, year. You no, think you can break 30? Around the end of the year, we're going to be selling there. Okay. And what is that up from? So a year ago, what was the run rate you finished with? Uh, it was uh, it was about 20, slightly below 20. Okay. So, so I mean, good growth. Not 100% year-over-year growth, though. Were your VCs uh, not happy with that? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Because the, it's, it's, a, it's a huge market. Um, the international part of the market is, uh, uh, is seeing a lot of growth. I mean, we're seeing in Asia and Europe, a lot of people are switching on to these sort of solutions. Um, and there's more stuff coming down the line. Right now, we're launching uh, video interviewing capabilities. We're launching assessments. We've launched international add-ons, recruiting marketing. So basically, the revenue of the customers themselves are growing because we're doing more for them. Mm-hmm. But but again, once you've raised $95 million, I mean, at this scale, I mean, you want to see 100% year-over-year growth, right? So going from 20 to 30, I imagine, was not exciting for your VCs. How do you manage their expectations? To be honest with you, you know, I I, I think, you know, the the growth obviously is, is, is one parameter, but it's also, you know, how you're growing, how much money you're spending, how efficient your sales are. Uh, so actually, we're, we're happy to be at 50, 60% growth. Uh, it's the whole picture of the PNL. <clears throat> yeah. Now, when you raised that, that last one was recent, right? Because last time we came on, you had about 39, 40 million raised. So you've raised like 50, 55 million recently. We, we raised another 50 million last summer. Last uh, summer. Okay. So we still have a long way to go with that. Actually, to be honest with you, we raised quite a bit for how much we're burning. Quite a bit for what? Compared to how much we're burning. What does that mean? Help me understand that. I mean, we have a long runway, even after a year, uh, following the the fundraise. <laughs> I see what you're saying. When you raise that 50 million, you raised for like 24 months of burn versus like 12 months of burn. But nearly three years of burn, actually. I mean, that, okay, that's a lot. Why'd you go? I mean, obviously, you take dilution. The more money you take today, the more dilution you take. Why raise for three months of runway or three years? Um, we got the right investors. Um, we have a long term plan. Um, I think also right now the markets are pretty good for raising money. So if you get a good deal, you just pick up the extra money. So, so far in all the rounds, we ended up picking up a little bit more than we needed and we needed it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Now <laughs> I think I'm not the only one who will say this. No, no, there's a lot of people that would say that they're raising more than what they need right now because they think the macroeconomic conditions are really good for raising. Um, so, I mean, I'm, I'm not hitting you. I'm just trying to understand where your brain was at. Um, 50 million raised on, on for a three year kind of runway, right? That'd be, that'd mean burn is something like 1.4 million a month, or at least that's what you're comfortable with. Is that about where you're at right now? 1.4 a month? Uh, quite a bit less right now. Actually, uh, at the end of the day, we're, we're burning less than 10 million a year. 
Less than, okay, good. So, I mean, that's in less than 800 grand per month, basically. Uh, we have the ability to use additional money to do acquisitions, to um, uh, invest in R&D in the next couple of years. There's a lot of new stuff we do. Yeah. So, I mean, most is 50 million. You probably still have sitting in the bank then, correct? Exactly. Yeah. Is it all of it sitting in the bank? Well, most of it, yeah. Okay. So when you think about acquisitions using that capital, what kind of acquisitions would be interesting to you? Mm, right now, we're, we're very interested in the recruiting marketing space and what's happening with uh, job sites that deviate from traditional job sites and create communities uh, and have uh, you know richer audiences in terms of the data, their intent, um, and where it can, you can help people actually source uh, better candidates. There are a lot of local ones. There are a lot of vertical ones, um, and these are closer to ATSs than they are to job sites. So, okay, so you're looking for for more kind of HR tech tools, whether it's like you know doing interviews via chatbots instead of putting a human on it, or just things like that. That sort of thing too. Interesting. Okay, so twenty thousand companies using you, seventy million candidates. How many hires have you placed over the past year? Uh, over the past year, it must have been something like. A bit less than half a million. Okay. And over your total life, about a million hires, correct? About a million. Actually, uh, right now it must be nearly about a million and a half uh, total hires. That's, I mean, that's, that's pretty good. Um, really good. Now your revenue model, uh, are you charging a flat SAS fee or is it somehow tied to like a percent of first year salary of the, of the employee you're placing? We charge a flat SAS fee. Um, in, in, in some of our products, it would perhaps make sense to mimic the recruiter and agency uh, business model, but we try to stay away uh, from it. Um, it's, 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 a, it's a complex discussion uh, over there, but, but in fact, what we're trying to do is essentially to replace and automate some of what agencies do in the future. Uh, and we felt that following their business model uh, would not send the right message. Yeah. What's your team size today? How many people? It's about 300 people right 300. now. 300, okay. How many engineers? Uh, the engineering team must be 90 to 100 people, yeah. Okay. And any, do you employ a lot of uh, like quota-carrying quota sales reps? Uh, yes, absolutely. Um, about a third of our team right now are, you know, sales-related. How, how many carry quota, though? Mm, about 20, 25. Okay, 25-ish. And what's their motion look like? Is it field sales, inside sales, demos? We typically do um, transactional inside sales, um, meaning sales cycles below 20 days, uh, very often just like a few days. Uh, but lately we have a lot more uh, consultative inside sales or occasionally field sales for bigger customers. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when you look at whoever your largest customer is, are they paying you more than a million a year? No, no. Okay. So you have uh, no we, one. Uh, yeah. Uh, we don't have steak dinner sales now. Yeah. 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 Uh, That's a fly out and do a steak dinner. So what, what, I mean, what would you put your largest customer at? Like half a million, a quarter of a million a year? Customers are like uh, low six figures. Low. Okay. So your, your, your customer paying you the most right now annually is called low six figures. Exactly. Okay. Do you think do you think there's opportunity to three, four, five X that helping them place more candidates or no, your growth is going to come from getting more customers like new brands altogether? To be honest with you, we're not so keenly interested in million dollar contracts because that would necessarily mean that the product would become less appealing to the smaller customers. Right now, the way the market is, 
we are the leading player with companies with fewer than 500 employees, and we don't want to lose that. Who's the leader above 500 employees? Um, I think that you will find people like iSIMS, uh, perhaps Taleo, it's an old software from Oracle. Um, iSIMS is probably the leader over there, but um, people like Greenhouse and Smart Recruiters are also doing good work in that area. Yeah, Colin now has private equity behind him at iSIMS. Are you in any acquisition talks with him? Even if I were, I couldn't tell you, but no. <laughs> uh, let's, let's go to hypothetical land here for a second. Does that marriage make sense? Um, who knows? Maybe, maybe it would. I have no idea. I haven't thought about it. Mm-hmm. I don't believe you haven't thought about it. Uh, it's too early. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, talk to me about churn. So churn's critical, obviously, in a SaaS company. Last 12 months, what's gross revenue churn been around? Well, for we have two categories of customers. The, 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 the bigger customers that go through inside sales uh, and the more typical SaaS customers uh, are about 100%, 95 to 100%. The smaller customers, uh, their churn is a lot bigger, like 15 to 20% gross. Sorry, you said the middle of the smaller customers are 15 to 20% gross revenue churn? Yeah. Okay. Does expansion revenue on those cohorts more than make up for the churn? Actually, expansion makes up for the churn um, uh, pretty decisively. But okay. I, I thought you asked for growth. Well, yeah, no, what I was asking for. So ignore, over the past 12 months, ignore all the new customers you added. If you just look at churned revenue on your old customers plus expansion on the old customers, is your net revenue retention above 100? Uh, if you add expansion, the net revenue retention is above 100 for um, uh, annual quarter customers. So for the monthly, the small ones, it's about 85%. Okay. Got it. Good. How do you, um, okay. I guess that makes sense. The reason I'm asking is because as you back into CAC, right, I'm sure you're willing to spend a different amount for a small customer versus a larger one, but regardless of the cohort, are you optimizing for a 12 month payback? Yes. Typically the payback is, uh, for the small customers is actually six or seven months. And for the bigger customers is 12 to 14. Okay. 12. Now are you for the industry? Are you generally getting more aggressive there or less aggressive? Uh, what has happened over the years, we've uh, we've been very successful in the past with the content marketing operation. Right now, I think we have the most popular HR website in the world with about 25 million uniques a year for HR professionals. So a lot of our leads are coming inbound through organic channels and SEO. So for the smaller customers, we don't tend to spend a lot of money. So it's you know, it's it's a it's a net profit uh, from the very beginning. For the bigger customers, obviously, you have sales costs, um, and there, you know, it's it's a choice. Actually, right now we're trying to ramp, which means we're spending a little bit. We're willing to take a bigger CAC to accelerate the growth. That's good. Yeah, that's what I was asking. And, and you have the money to do it, right? You can be aggressive that way. Um, are you planning on raising any additional capital? Not anytime soon. Just because you don't need it, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, we have plenty of runway right now. Yeah. When you, um, that 50 million, was that a series B? It was a C actually. It was a C. Okay. So uh, this is a little old data cause it's, you did it over a year ago, but generally speaking, when fo- founders are thinking about their series C round, how much of the company are they going to sell usually? I think in C rounds, I think typically somewhere be- below 20%. It's not like A and B rounds. It's usually like 10, 15, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. So like if you sold less than 20% of your company for the 50 million series C, you're saying valuation there was obviously, I mean, you put your valuation there at like two, 250 million, basically. A little over 200. Yeah. Can you break next year? I mean, I, I would say if you double from 30 to 60 at the end of next year, you could potentially start pushing that billion dollar kind of valuation mark. Is that reasonable or is that too aggressive? I guess so. But to be honest with you, the theoretical valuation of preference stock is not my main concern. <laughs> Uh, it unlocks, as we saw with uh, Mr. Newman at WeWork, it does unlock additional capital for you that's non-dilutive. Of course. It's, uh, uh, having a good valuation generally is a good thing. But for me, the primary thing is to have a company that grows sustainably. There are, there are plenty of companies in the HR space uh, which, because of a mix of a good growth with uh, low burn, uh, and a steady big market have uh, achieved remarkable outcomes. I don't know, right for Bamboo, for example. Um, they, they've had remarkable outcomes because their whole PNL um, was not just focused on, you know, growth at all costs. Yeah, I mean, but the tricky thing is even with you, right? So if you burned, right, 10 million, right, on 30 top line, that's negative 30% EBITDA margin on growth of 50 to 60%, right? So your e your rule of 40 multiple is actually below the target E40. Exactly. You don't you don't want you don't want to be much below that. Depends then what margin because we have margin of 87%. Yeah. Which is pretty softer. Yeah, yeah. Okay, let's wrap up with the famous five. Number 1, what's your favorite business book? My favorite business book, I think it's Fooled by Randomness by Taleb. <laughs> you said Alchemist? Fooled by Randomness by Nicholas Taleb. Fooled by Randomness. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying? Mm, CEO? Uh, eh, Naval, like everyone else. <laughs> Naval. Angelus? I, I love him. Number three, what's your favorite online tool for building your company? Online tool? Uh... I don't have a favorite one. Okay, number four. How many? So many I like. That's why I can't pick one. <laughs> <laughs> How many hours of sleep are you getting every night? Uh, I am getting consistent eight hours of sleep every every night. I I, I used to uh, I, I used to sleep for five hours and, and and think that was clever, but it wasn't. Getting good sleep is very important. And uh, Nikos, what's your situation? Married, single, kids? I'm married. I have two kids. Two kids. All right. And how old are you? I'm 43. 43. Last question. What do you wish your 20-year-old self knew? Oh, I wish I knew how easy it is to create a company and, you know, build whatever product you like and, you know, make a career out of it. <laughs> Guys, there you have it. Workable.com finished last year in a 20 million run rate. We'll finish this year at a 30 million run rate. So fit, call it 50 to 60% year over year growth, burning about 10 million annually again to drive that growth, working out the economics race, 50 million last year to bring the total fundraise to about 90 million. They still have most of that 50 million sitting in the bank as Nikos looks at smart acquisition, both of customers, right? They have a less than a 12 month payback period on most of their base, but also can he deploy that capital, do some strategic M&A work. We'll see what happens in the meantime. Nikos, thanks for taking us to the top. Thank you very much.